Hello, everybody, and welcome to Music for a While. I'm Jay Nordlinger, music critic of the New Criterion. Been a while, but I won't cry over a spilt absence, and we'll just dive right in. Did you see the blue moon which graced the sky on Halloween? Apparently, this is a very rare event. I naturally thought of a song, Blue Moon by Rogers and Hart from 1934. Everyone and his brother sang this song. But do you want to hear Ella Fitzgerald? Yeah, why not? Rogers and Hart, sung by Ella. Again, I'm Jay Nordlinger of the New Criterion, 
doing music for a while. If you'd like to subscribe to our podcast, you may do so via iTunes, Google Play, and so on. If you'd like to write to me, the address is nordlinger at newcriterion.com. If you'd like to sponsor our podcast, let us know. In pop music, there are many, many songs about the moon, or involving the moon. Same with classical music. How about we hear Bellini's aria, Vaga Luna? It's not from an opera. It's just a standalone piece, an aria for its own sake. Opera singers have sung it for years, both men and women. It's ambidextrous, so to speak. Want to hear Pavarotti? Isn't that like wanting to hear Ella Fitzgerald? Well, here we go.
We have heard Vaga Luna Che in Argenti by Vincenzo Bellini, the composer of Norma and other operas, sung by Luciano Pavarotti with the Philharmonia Orchestra conducted by Piero Gamba. In addition to everything else, Pavarotti's Italian diction is the gold standard. Well, the most famous song about a moon, the moon, I should say, our moon, is from Dvorak's opera Rusalka, the most famous song in opera or classical music, I should say. It is dreamy, lush, mystical, moony, pretty much perfect. I'm not a big one for best. Every soprano and her sister has sung this aria ever since it was written in 1900 or so. But I must say, Hard to beat America's own Renee Fleming. Goodness gracious.
Song to the Moon from Dvorak's opera Rusalka, sung by the soprano Renee Fleming with the London Symphony Orchestra under Sir George Schulte. I could keep going with moon songs, classical and popular, for the whole show. For a whole 50 shows, probably. But maybe just one more? This song by Bart Howard was originally called In Other Words. It was written in 1954. Bart Howard was a composer and pianist born in Burlington, Iowa. In other words, was first recorded by Kay Ballard. The song later became known by its opening words, Fly Me to the Moon. And here we have Frank Sinatra with Count Basie and his orchestra. Fly me to the moon Let me play among the stars And let me see what spring is like On Jupiter and Mars In other words Hold my hand In other words Baby, kiss me Fill my heart with song and let me sing forevermore. You are all I long for, all I worship and adore. In other words, please be true. In other words, I love you.
heart with song Let me sing forevermore You are all I long for All I worship and adore In other words Fly Me to the Moon by Bart Howard, sung by Frank Sinatra with Count Basie and his orchestra. The arrangement was made by Quincy Jones. Hold that thought, by the way, Quincy Jones. On Twitter, a man named Ricky Cobb tweets under the handle Super 70s Sports. It's a wonderful feed, or whatever the right term is. Recently, he said, When you're discussing the greatest TV theme songs, I'm coming to that party with Fred G. Sanford. He's talking about the theme to Sanford and Son, the sitcom, which is by Quincy Jones. It's called The Street Beater from 1973. Pretty great.
The Street Beater by Quincy Jones, which served as the theme to Sanford and Son. Greatest TV theme ever written? Most congruous with its show, that is? Well, it's right up there. Back to Twitter. I was followed by Alex Webster and followed him back. He is a rocker, a death metal man. He was the bass player of the group Cannibal Corpse. I'd like to give you about 25 seconds of frantic disembowelment. That's a song or piece. It appeared on a Cannibal Corpse album called The Wretched Spawn. Buckle up. From Frantic Disembowelment by the group Cannibal Corpse. And now for something completely different. Not long ago, I reviewed an album of lullabies for piano. Lullabies are really meant to be sung, but there are plenty written for piano, and Bertrand Chamayou made an album of them. I'd like to quote from my review. I like Villalobos's lullaby because it sounds like him. There is a kindness and a happiness to it. You recall that Arthur Rubinstein used to play a Villalobos piece as an encore? A fast and giddy one? That was Punch from the Baby's Family. Well, this lullaby comes from the same collection or family. Now let's hear Rubinstein in that giddy encore of his. We've heard Arthur Rubinstein play a piece by Ator Villalobos. I'll use English words rather than Portuguese ones. That was Punch 
like the classical clown, from the baby's family. And the lullaby from the same collection? Well, here it is, played by Bertrand Chamayou. The Lullaby from the Baby's Family by Ettore Villalobos, played by the French pianist Bertrand Chamayou. When writing about music, especially recordings, I often quote Sergiu Celibadaki, the great Romanian conductor. He said, Listening to a recording is like kissing a photograph of Bridget Bardot. Chances are he did not say kissing, but posterity has bodlerized for him. Well, I quoted Kelly in a recent review, and a reader wrote, Unfamiliar as I was with Sergio Celibadaki, I sought out his work after you referred to him. Listening to the below clip, all I can say is, My God, what genius! My correspondent had listened to the ending of Bruckner's Symphony No. 4, played by the Munich Philharmonic under Celibadaki in 1983. We will listen to the ending, too. Thank you, my friends, and talk to you soon. Here's the Bruckner. <laughs> 